Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and I am so excited for my guest today because we have Wills from Becca's. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited. You know, it was a slow bachelor off season, but I'm kind of excited to get back into it. Um, I'm really excited for Hannah B and her season. Are you excited for her? Do you think she's going to be a good bachelorette? I think so. After what I saw last night, I think she's going to crush it. Do you I'm have like, any opinions going into it, though? I have zero excited? opinions. I'm, I'm the kind of person that I kind of want to wait and see. Okay. And then make an opinion. I'm never going to judge someone before I can, you know, see the content and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. But after what I saw last night, she's, I think obviously like any season, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be some drama. There's going to be some tension. There's going to be emotions running high, but I think she's going to handle it very well. I really do. Yeah, no, I think so too. And I think she's going to be at the very least incredibly entertaining. Like she's uh -huh. just a silly girl. Like her, her smile is so contagious. She's so goofy and fun. Yeah. So, I'm really excited about it, and I was really happy about um, what I saw last night. But I want to talk yeah. a little bit about you first. So you were on Becca's about season. me. About yes. you, yes. You were on Becca's <laughs> season of The Bachelorette. Um, yes. And I feel like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but people are low-key, like, obsessed with you. Are you aware of this? Really? I yeah. Mean, like, I you, especially that. your fashion sense. I feel like you go online, and many times people are always complimenting the clothes you're wearing, and like because you're always wearing kind of, like, cool like loud suits and stuff i don't remember what you were wearing on the mental all but i feel like the internet blew up a little plaid bit about suit. That. Plaid, yeah. christmas christmasy plaid suit red yeah, yeah yeah that's exactly what you're right <laughs> yeah were um, you expecting to get this kind of reaction i would say across the board not really to be honest my um my process coming on the show was very it was expedited very quickly i didn't have a lot of time to even think or prepare or strategize or anything so i kind of just went in there and I was myself, especially in terms of like the fashion. I mean, this is these are things that I would normally wear. Um, the suits, obviously, I'm just the kind of person I like to make a good impression. If I feel good in what I'm wearing, um, that's going to radiate in how I behave and how I act towards other people. So I yeah. think it was just kind of a snowball effect, one thing after the other. I did not expect the response I got at all, and it was it was great. It's very positive, and everyone loves to get their outfits complimented. So I can't imagine how it feels like <laughs> on a grand scale, the whole internet. <laughs> Um, yeah. What made you decide to come on the show, though? You said it was like a quick process for you? Yeah, it was, a quick, it was definitely a quick process. You know, I was approached by a casting director, and you always hear about happening, but I never thought it would actually happen. Right. It happened. Where you were know, you? Kinda, Do you mind me asking? I was in downtown Los Angeles. Okay, like out, like at a bar or something, or just like... No, I was like in a shopping center. Oh, okay, okay. I, was, I never would expect that. I would expect it, you know, for people to get picked up, maybe like Hollywood or something, but not downtown. Right. Yeah, no, um, for in, sure. In the middle of the day on a, on a weekday, like, I never would expect that at mm -hmm. all. So then, you know, I kind of, at first, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was kind of, not a scam, but I just didn't think it was legit. So I got home and I looked her up and I saw that she was, you know, for real. So then yeah. I kind of, you know, talked to family and saw, saw what they, uh, what they thought. And they were really on board, which was surprising to me. I thought they were going to be a little bit more hesitant. And, mm -hmm. you know, getting that support kind of helped me jump forward and then I just really evaluated my life and where I was at the moment and I just thought this was a really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity I'm single you know I wasn't necessarily um 
you know, content with where I was work-wise. So that was pretty easy to leave. So all in all, I was just like, you know what, I'd rather take the leap and, you know, at least know where that leap takes takes me as opposed to not going and then always wondering what if are you happy you took the leap like do you think it was overall a positive experience for you absolutely it's i mean it's now part of my life story no matter what and i think i had a very very amazing time on the bachelorette it exceeded expectations in almost every single way i did not expect to get as far as i did i just wanted to get i just wanted to make it past the first night that was my whole thing i was just like i just want to get one rose up the first night and then anything anything else after that was icing on the cake and I got got a lot of icing that during the season so it was great yeah and then you did go on paradise but you didn't get that far on paradise I was pretty bummed because I really wanted to have (laughs) a good happy ending for you um are we gonna see you next summer we might we might okay I won't I know it's like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say no and I'm not gonna say yes okay all right well that's that's a positive answer you know (laughs) I don't know um but I think because I think you got slighted a little. So I would say the slight was twofold. I mean, don't ever get me wrong. I'm I'm um I'm happy for any opportunity that you know ABC gives me and you know the producers give me. Yeah. And you know I didn't think I was going to be on Paradise after the show after Bachelorette. And you know that that option was extended to me and I took it. And on two on two hands on two um fronts, I really want I really wanted to meet someone. I really genuinely wanted to meet someone. After uh, Becca's season, you know, you know, you know, it took a little time to jump back, but I was really excited about Paradise, and I thought that it was a great avenue to meet some people and possibly form some connections. But also, I really wanted to show more of my personality. I felt like in The Bachelorette, I got to a little bit, yeah. but I was also just very hesitant. I'm just the kind of person that I always want to put my best foot forward and, you know, you know, show that I'm, you know, I was raised right and, you know, morally sound and all those things but I also wanted to have a little bit more fun on paradise and you know my time really came and ended very quickly and I don't really think I got the opportunity to show you know that other side of me that other goofy side of me like people who see me off camera and see how I be off camera is a lot different than how I am on camera and that's just a little bit of my personality as well that I just you know always want to put my best foot forward and you know yeah show that I was raised right well then hopefully i'm i'm pulling for you that hopefully you'll get another chance this summer if or if not you ended up in paradise who would you be hoping to see there like what is your is your type kind of like someone like becca or were you maybe more pleasantly surprised with becca and you kind of have a different type of type like what girls do you want to see in paradise not saying you're going of course um i think honestly more so now obviously physical attractions always a part to play but that's just that doesn't even scratch the surface with me personality 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 means the world to me i need someone i would like someone i would love someone who can handle you know you know those deep talks those serious talks but also could be goofy i love i would love to be with someone who no matter what we're doing whether it be a mundane task or whether it be something fancy a red carpet event she's content as long as she's like by my side and she can have fun with anything and can be spontaneous um communication is key i think especially in today's age you won't really get that in paradise as much because it's a lot of facetime but in today's day and age if you can't if you can't you know correspond and communicate with me either via text or phone call or anything like that just in a natural organic way it's really really frustrating for me um and i feel like that's not something you should have to ask for but in today's age I do, I do notice it a lot that that's, that's an issue. Um, yeah. Personality, I just want someone who's grounded, but able to have fun and, 
you know, just supports me and I support her. Um, and my past relationships, not on the show, but in past relationships, just in my life history, I have been over backwards and been incredibly selfless and incredibly doting and nurturing to the women in my life. And that's just how I am. And that's that will never change. But I've also grown to the grown to the heights where I believe that I should, you know, get that in return. So I'm Absolutely. willing to go 120, 150 percent um, in my in my quest for love and, you know, giving her everything she could ever want. But I'd also like to, you know, have that back. And I don't think that's asking too much. I've grown more in this last year, especially in my emotional intelligence and just my self-awareness than I have probably in the last 10 no, you that oh, that was so beautiful. I need to like put that in a soundbite and be like, "Ladies, this is your man." Also, I'm I'm at the point where I don't I don't want to I don't want to settle for anything less. I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. I want I want her, and if I if I don't think that you're her, then I'm gonna wait until I find her because yeah. I think that I deserve that, and I think she deserves that as well. Yeah, right. It's not fair to waste anyone's time if you exactly. know if you're in a situation where like. You know, I, I feel like this happens a lot, especially in LA and in modern day where it's like, you're with someone and you like them. They're great. People are too afraid to be like alone or lonely or to be searching yeah. for them they keep people around. And that's not fair. That just I, I, I'd rather be alone than be with someone and not be fully invested in them. Yeah, no, totally. That makes that's sense. Not, that's, not, that's not fair to either party. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm hoping for you. I really, really hope that Thank whether you. it's in the bachelor world in paradise, Hey, maybe we'll get you as the bachelor. I feel like <laughs> there's definitely um, a fan base where people are like gunning for you. Like wills for bachelor wills for bachelor. That was, hashtag that was happening for a while. Would that be better? Would you want to be the bachelor or would you rather just find someone in the real I world? Or I don't know. I don't really, I don't live in like, I've gotten these questions a few times yeah. and I try to, I try to be, you know, you know, politically correct, but like, I don't like I don't like to live in hypotheticals and pos and maybes and all those mm -hmm. things. If that's if that's a discussion to be had, then I'll think about it even more. But as of right now, I just I just personally want to be happy. Whatever avenue that comes from, then that I'm fine with. And I want to be happy and the people who want to see me happy, I want to, you know, make them proud and, you know, let them see my story and love story uh play out. But I don't at this point, I don't care what avenue it comes from. I could meet, I could meet her at a grocery store. I really right. don't care. Um, but I'm also ready. I'm ready to meet her. I'm 30 years old, and <laughs> I'm ready to meet her in any in any avenue, whether it be on a beach, whether it be at the grocery store, whether she hits my car. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I really don't at, at this point anymore. What a way to start a relationship if someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You never. You never know. Um, it's true. You never. You never know. Yeah. Never. All right. I want to enough about you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into what happened last night because, okay, I'm just going to say, I feel like the first episode of any season is kind of boring. Like it's weird. You're getting like 30 people that you're now introduced to and you don't really get to know like who's who you don't really have a good grasp of like the dynamics of the house yet or kind of like I don't know. I, I always find the first episode of any season is a little overwhelming for a viewer. Uh -huh. And I also think it's probably, I mean, I'm not even going to say probably, it's definitely overwhelming for a contestant. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, I always, <laughs> you know, not that I, you know, I always joke with my friends, hey, maybe I should go on this show. And I feel like my biggest prohibitor from going on this show is I'm terrified of night one. Any other night or day in Bachelor World, I feel like 
you know, you can do it. You go, you do an activity, you get your like designated, like three minutes of one-on-one time and you talk uh-huh. to them and then it's kind of like, you know, balls in their court, like we'll see situation. But exactly. night one, I feel like it is scary. You show up there, there's 30 people and you need to like fight tooth and nail just to get like that first impression of like three minutes to yeah. talk to them. And then yeah. it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's nothing worse and more embarrassing sorry at the people that this happened to to go home night one you know like you packed up all your bags like you said goodbye to your family yeah. you're like all right like we're gonna do this crazy journey so that's like my biggest fear if i ever were to go on the show is <laughs> getting sent home night one the guys got sent home last night who didn't even really get to talk to her because there was all that drama with scott which we can talk about later but tips to standing out for night one because that to me is like a, a whole other beast than even like the whole rest of bachelor world Okay, so I have, I have two I have two okay. points on this. First point is as a contestant, mm-hmm. for me, even when I'm speaking to a woman outside of you know this world, my thing is make myself known and then get out of there. Um, my thing play. is like as, let me first say like off camera, if I'm talking to someone, you know, if I want to introduce myself to someone. You know, I'll, maybe I'll go up to her. Maybe I'll make eye contact and I'll come up to her and be like, oh, hey, my name is Wills. You know, how are you doing today? Yada, yada. You know, come mm-hmm. keep it really short and then leave. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, throw so much information at her at one point. I want her to see my face, see my, um, know my name, maybe know a little bit about me. And then after that, I'll let it go for a little bit. Then maybe I'll come back and re, you know, re, uh, re-engage the conversation. Yeah. But in the first night for me, my thing was, First with the suit. The suit was, I wanted to keep it simple, but kind of stand out. Okay. Um, my, when I came in, my intro was something short, sweet, but memorable. I talked about how we're both kind of nerds. And then my whole thing the whole night was, I came all this way. I'm going to talk to her. We are there for a long time. There is no excuse for me to not go talk to her. So basically I got in there and you know, I hung out for a little bit with the guys or whatever. But about an hour or two in, I said, after this, my only thing, the only thing I need to do, only like nothing else matters. I don't care about any other guys here, anything else. I am going to speak with her tonight. So I did. And then I, we furthered the conversation a little bit more and talked about some, some nerdy stuff and some other stuff and where I'm from, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then after that, it's out of my hands. After that, you know, you can only hope for the best. Right. All, my whole thing is you got to put your best foot forward. You got to make yourself known. And then it's not your decision to make after that. That's all you can do. Um, I think it's so hard to have that kind of confidence, though, because it's like, what if you go up, you make yourself known, you say your name, you say your whole spiel, and they don't pick you. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't confidence, though. In my in my in my experience, it was more just defiance and just stubbornness. Mine was just, I'm gonna go talk to her and then leave it at that. I was so nervous the whole night. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. But my whole thing was the whole point of being here is her. There's a lot of other stuff going on, but none of that matters. None of that is going to keep you here. You go over there, you talk to her, you tell her a little bit about yourself, your story. Um, my whole thing was I wanted to say something that made me a little bit memorable. So I showed her about my tattoo and what it meant to me and how that meaning tied into her journey. So I mm-hmm. felt like that was, you know, something very specific that she would remember me by. And yeah. thankfully, you know, I made it out of that night. But right. also on the flip side, how you said it's so um, so intense and so crazy. 
Mm -hmm. I'm a contestant. I'm eating some snacks and, you know, having a couple (laughs) drinks. And I talked to her for, you know, a few minutes, right, for the Mm -hmm. whole night. And then I was pretty much done. The Bachelor or Bachelorette, I've never been in that scenario, obviously. But Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how stressful it is for them because they have to be on almost the entire night. I don't even know if they get breaks. All these new people try to remember all these names, all these facts about them. And and then at the end of the night, they have to make an incredibly hard decision. And that's wild to me. Like, for yeah. me as a contestant, it's actually, if you think about it, it's not that difficult. Like, I believe Luke, um, mm-hmm. I believe he talked to her once, and then he went back to her after the whole Scott thing. Me, right. I mean, I don't know the guy, but I'm going to be, not critical, but I feel like, I feel like he wasn't just trying to console her completely i feel like he was also just trying to get some more time in, be like mr hero and that's not something i would have done because i don't know her like that yet and she's obviously very very um you know uh, bothered Uh and you know maybe she maybe she doesn't want to see someone she just met 10 minutes ago you know what i'm saying he got the first impression rose great um, I mean, that could have helped, but also, like, that could also really backfire, you know? Yeah. So no, it's just I like... wanted to talk to you about Luke, because he got the first impression, <laughs> Rose, and, um, yeah. you know... Everybody as... wants to talk about Luke. <laughs> I, know, I know. He's having a good day today. Yeah. Um, you know, he got the first impression, Rose, and it's been common, especially for Bachelorettes, for whatever reason, that, you know, when you get the first impression, Rose, I think for the past few seasons, that's the person who always wins. And so yep. Luke got the first impression, Rose, but... Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have something win. to add. Yeah, I've never had it. a season where a rose was given a, after the final rose either. So oh, technically, there's two kind of first roses out there. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I didn't think of that. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's gonna fix the whole thing. <laughs> something to consider. Yeah. So you're kind of on the same page as me. We're like, I don't think Luke. He comes off as a little phony to me. I don't really think he's incredibly genuine granted you know it was only the first night i only saw a couple minutes of him uh-huh. um and then even just from a compa- compatibility standpoint he comes off as like a little overbearing yeah like too yeah and i feel like hannah needs someone like a little like sturdier and a little more just like secure he comes off as a little like he seems a little controlling right now yeah like he wants to dictate the environment a little bit i mean we'll see obviously as you know more episodes come on but as of right now, he just seems like he kind of wants to, you know, dictate and control the scenario a little yeah, bit. For sure. I also have to bring up, I, I saw yeah, some comments today about, <laughs> they said he needs he needs to hit me up about um, uh, giving a woman their jacket when she's cold. Because there's that scene where <laughs> I think Hannah oh, was yeah. cold and he just put his arms around her, which is still nice. And they're sitting in front of fire. But to me, it's like, I don't know, it's almost like innate that if a girl says she's cold excuse me a woman says she's cold and i'm wearing a suit jacket you immediately take the suit jacket off becca said she was cold we were sitting outside i immediately took my jacket off that's Um, true i didn't even think of that but that is just yeah you're right another point against him because that is like yeah it's kind of telling Um, one dude come on especially like i mean especially like know your audience like i feel like hannah you know southern charm she's all about you know like you know Mm -hmm. manners and things like that i feel like I feel like if he, honestly, I feel like of all the things he did that night, I feel like if he did give her the jacket, he'd be way more in the front than he is. Yeah. No, I totally I think she would have loved, I think she would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah, but he still got the rose. So clearly there's of something course. about him. Of course. Absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I am a little skeptical about that one. Seeing her, her body language and her impressions, like he got the rose, but there's a couple other people that I could tell she's really into. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the pilot's name? Oh, the there one was two in the, pilots. In the uniform. There was two pilots. Crap. Not chasing the one in the uniform. Yeah. I can't remember. I really she was really into him. You could tell. Yeah, she was. And Man, Mike. Yeah, no, I think there's there's some good contenders for her. I definitely saw, you know, when when they're coming out of the limo that mm-hmm. she's connected to a lot of them. I think I think she's gonna be one of those bachelorettes that you know. I think she is going to find her person. I think she's going to be really happy. And then she is going to kind of retreat a little bit. You know, I don't think she's going to be the kind of person who gets off the show and like moves to LA and does that whole thing. I think she's, no, I don't think so. She's going to find her person. She's going to be very happy. And then I see her staying like somewhere in the South. I don't know. Yeah. I also like how she's not just like, you know, like I'm the bachelorette, like everything's good. I like how she mentions like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm like good enough and all that. Cause it's, I don't know. I feel like that's very, rooted in reality i feel like the majority of us you know always have self-doubts about us no matter what you know um stage we're on and i really like that about her i like the first first episode she was just like yeah i'm the bachelorette and yes i'm here and yes i'm trying to find love but i'm also you know i'm also worried and anxious and stuff like that like i feel i really i really responded to that i really appreciate that out of her i think that's what people like about her so much she's just so relatable you know even though she is this beauty queen and she's gorgeous she definitely Mm -hmm. um she comes off as a real person. I think that's really refreshing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's very nice. I want to ask you one more thing about things that happened last night. What do you think about Scott? He was the one who, <laughs> there was all that drama that he like, quote unquote, had a girlfriend, very mad and sent him home. And I feel like I have an unpopular take on this that like, you know, Go ahead. <laughs> if Hannah, you know, if Hannah was unhappy with that and she wanted to send him home for that, like, that's fine. And you know, I respect that decision and good for her. I don't think though, it's like that weird to like be dating someone. And then, you know, you get the, like you said, these opportunities just come out, like the casting directors just like find you. And you know, it's kind of a whirlwind and you're like, ah, shit, like, should I take this opportunity? Ah, I guess I'm going on Uh this show now. Yeah. Is it that weird that he might've been dating someone before he had the opportunity to go on the show? I mean, we have to, we have to, we have to, like, define dating. Yeah. Like, I think, I think when I watched it, I think it meant like dating, like in a relationship or, or like, um, exclusive or something like that. I think the biggest problem with him was he didn't explain himself well at all. Yeah. And then he began to attack her. If it was right. something like, oh, this was a girl that I was seeing non-exclusively. We were just friends back and forth, yada, yada. And then we talked before I left. That's one thing. But if, I feel like he made it seem like they were exclusive or had been exclusive and they had been talking all the way up until he left when he attacked her and said, Oh, it's pretty much the same thing as you on Colton season. It's like rule number one, buddy, <laughs> you are never going to win in an argument with the bachelorette. So never get in an argument with the bachelorette, especially on the first night. <laughs> you, you apologize, apologize, apologize. You, you know, explain thoroughly and you be a man about it. Like if you, you know, I mean, no one knows yourself better than you. If you did this thing and you talk to this girl and it comes out to the light, own it and be like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, I was seeing her for a little while in the past, but you know, I knew that I was never going to go anywhere. And you know, I wanted to come on this journey and see if there's something here for me or something to, in that vein. But the way he behaved, the way he acted, he just seemed even guiltier than he may have been. And I You're think right. Hannah just didn't want to deal with it. She had 29 other dudes who she could see herself, you know, vibing with better. 
Yeah, I know. I wonder what kind of made him want to turn it around and say the thing about Colton because that's yeah, that's, so that's, not that's a, the same thing. <laughs> that's a big no-no, man. That's a big no-no. In any relationship with a woman, I just feel like if you get in an argument with them and she's, you know, trying to get to the, the bottom of it, you don't flip it and start attacking her. You just talk about it and, you know, try to get to an understanding. You don't, you don't immediately, like, try to flip it and attack her. That's not the way to go about it. Yeah, no. So I guess, you know, while I do think that I wish we had more on the situation, but, you know, they're obviously not going to give us that. Um, uh-huh. Good for her for just kind of being like, hey, there are 29 other guys who are here for me. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, it, you're right in that it just seemed fishy. Like it was just like, mm. yeah, it doesn't seem as fleshed out. Like he said, he said it wasn't his girlfriend. Okay. But then yeah. she, she asked if they were dating and he was like, not very clear on that. So I think just him not being clear, not being vocal and very descriptive, I think that left doubts in her mind. And she already has enough doubts in her mind. She doesn't need more doubts in her mind. For so sure. She's and I think that just goes to show how serious she is about this. And I do think she, she like I said before, I do <laughs> it's going to be one of these bachelorettes that just, um, she's yeah, going to find her person. And I, what I do think is interesting is, like, in the previews, even though we haven't seen that many previews yet, you know, there's going to be the share of cheers and drama, like, any season. But I don't think I've heard Chris Harrison say it's the most dramatic season yet. Yet. Yeah, I feel like every time it's always the most dramatic season yet. <laughs> He'll say it at some point. <laughs> no, this time he hasn't said it, and I'm like, maybe this isn't the most dramatic season yet, which would be good. We but... don't need the most dramatic season every season. Right, that's what I'm saying. I like need something rooted in realness and just something that's just you know great to watch and watching her find her person. It doesn't yeah, and that's why I'm optimistic. I'm like, oh, this is not the most dramatic season yet. Hannah's yeah. just gonna, like be a cute girl and like find someone she loves and move back to Alabama. Amazing. Yeah. Like, and, part, and part of that might be due to, I saw in the trailer, it just seems like she's not going to put up with people um, who don't support her, don't respect her, and aren't there yeah. for the right reasons. It really looks like she's not going to put up with that at all. And she looks like she stands up for herself in almost every single avenue. So kudos to her on that. Uh, you should go. Would you go on her season? <laughs> Final question. Uh, and Nick Vile and like show up halfway through and be like, hey. I think it's kind of a been there, done that scenario for me. I don't really think I want to be in that scenario again. Mm-hmm. And I just, not that it's like, I mean, maybe, no. I just feel like it's not fair to the other guys either. Like if I came in, I don't know. I don't think I would. Okay. I don't want to go, I don't want to go backwards. I only want to go forwards in life. That's very, very valid. So yeah. for you, it's it's either paradise or leading role. We will see. <laughs> we'll see where you. I bet. Regardless, we will see. We will I see. hope you find your person, and I hope you. Thank you. I hope you're happy because I, I really enjoyed getting to know you through this little this little chat. This little chat. <laughs> this little chat. Um, is there anything else you want to plug or talk about before you go? Are you doing mm. any other like, business ventures, or what are you up to? No, I'm just kind of laying low right now. Um, I just feel with like the past year for me, I've been kind of in the spotlight a lot and I kind of just want to reground myself and just, you know, just enjoy life and do some things that I really want to do. Um, it's Yeah. I don't have anything to plug right now, but maybe soon I will. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Wills. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for having me. Of course. 
And that was our first episode of Bachelor Blab for the new season of The Bachelorette with our girl, Hannah B. Now that we are in the real Bachelor season, we are going to be having a new episode every single week. Next week, we have Kerpa from Colton Season, and I am super, super excited about that. So make sure you don't miss it. I'm Jackie Maroney. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Jackie Maroney underscore. And thank you for listening. I need a, I think I need a, uh, a slogan or something. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.